This is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 654 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, my beloved, we're reading Second Chronicles chapter 9, verses 29 through 31. You say, well, preacher, weren't we in 1 Kings yesterday? Yes. And that's how the chronological Bible uh, works. Second Chronicles chapter 9, verses 29 through 31. Shall we pray, my beloved? If there ever was a time to pray, that time is now. Be careful for nothing, but through prayer and supplications make your requests known unto God. Don't try to do it your way. Stop running to everybody else and trying to do it their way. <clears throat> By the way, all the people you run into, they need to go to God as well. And you need to go to God. God has this thing wired and designed in such a way that everybody, if they want stuff really done, they must go to Him. Now, He may direct you someplace, but make sure you go to Him first. He may direct you to somebody or he may send somebody by. But you need to go to him first. Pray without ceasing. I don't care what in the world is going on. You need to obey that commandment. That's not a suggestion, by the way. That is not a piece of advice. Pray without ceasing. Pray always. Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Let's pray. And when I say let's pray, I mean you need to pray. Whatever is going on in your life and in your family, you pray about that. I assure you, you have a whole lot to pray for. Don't listen to me pray. Talking about, I like to listen to him because he, he prays me to sleep at night. See this as your positive nightcap, but don't, don't just listen to me pray. Uh, soon you will get bored with that, but you will never get bored if you're saved with praying to God about all of the things going on in your life and having God to lift your burdens and your sin guilt 
Make sure you confess your own sins. Don't worry about my sins. You confess your own sins. And repent of your sins while you're doing it. And I assure you, you don't have to pay $900 or $1,900 or $3,000 for a mattress. All of these mattress people are lying to you. You hear me? <clears throat> Telling you that they will make you sleep better. That's, that's, that does not make any sense. That's a lie out of hell. A true born-again Christian prayed up, sins confessed, repented of, can sleep like a top on a rock. That's a fact. The pillow is a rock. You don't need my pillow, your pillow, somebody else's pillow. You just need to lie down and God will put you to sleep in a deep sleep and wake you up at the time appointed. That's what you need. The mattress is not, stop being so gullible. The mattress is not going to make you sleep better or the pillow either. That's a lie. I don't care if it heats up, cools down, you, might, you need to be careful. It may heat up and burn you up, so be careful with all of that. Talking about my sleep number. What is your sleep number? <laughs> you people, come on. <laughs> come on now. That's ridiculous. You pray to God and confess your sins and repent. And you pray and ask God to rebuke and bind the devil from you. You don't need relaxium pills or any other kind of pills, sleeping pills. God didn't tell you to take any sleeping pills. The Bible says God gives his beloved sleep. He wants you to sleep. You don't need any pills or anything else. <coughs> uh, for over 43 years, uh, all you have to do with me is point me in the direction of the bed and the pillow, and I'm gone. I'm out. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven tonight, help all of your people to pray in this audience, those who are saved in my family, those who are saved in this country and around the globe. <clears throat> help everybody, Lord, to humble themselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love hallowed be your name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven i praise you and i thank you tonight knowing that this could be my very last night on earth uh, and it could be the very last night on earth for the rest of these people. Help us to stop being so proud and arrogant, thinking that we have the power of life and death in our hands. Lord, when we don't, obviously. And so, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. 
your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and thus my family. For, Lord, we should not even be alive, uh, but you have spared our lives and allowed us to live, all of us, by your grace, to live to this point. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that because, Lord, we all should want to do as much as we can for you before we leave this place. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you would prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. I praise you, Holy Father God, and I thank you for bringing us through this day. Thank you, Lord, in spite of the devil and in spite of the demons of hell, a Lord that even work through my own wife. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've allowed us to accomplish and uh, to do in preparation for this service. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for all of my children who have served and helped in the ministry down through the years, which has been a special blessing and a special joy, even to this very day, even though they're grown and on their own. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the joy and the privilege uh, to train them and to teach them. And, Lord, I have children who can do uh, everything as I taught them, and they can do it even better. And, uh, uh, Lord, I never thought my youngest three children would be as good uh, as, uh, uh, as editors as their older siblings. Uh, but they are right up there with them, if not better. And... Uh, uh, and the great job that they do. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you that they do it because of you. They don't have to do a thing. They are grown and on their own, but yet they feel obligated in their hearts towards you to make sure that the ministry work is done. And uh, I, I, I just can't thank you enough. And Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I do pray uh, that uh, you would indeed uh, bless them tremendously throughout their lives for what they have already done for the kingdom's sake. And Lord, I thank you so much for salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material protection and provision mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us and holy father god i pray that you will have continued mercy and grace upon such wretched people as we are for those of us who are saved even for Jesus Christ's sake in my family, saved in my family, 
uh, in the church, in this audience, in uh, the ministry across the country and around the globe. For Jesus Christ's sake, please, Lord, forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults. And give us by the power of your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, uh, repentance, true, genuine repentance of all sin. <clears throat> uh, and pardon me, Lord, and Lord, I do pray that you will help everybody to not only confess their sins, but to repent of their sins, to repent of our sins. And Lord, I pray that you will crush and crucify our flesh within us and the old man within us and fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord of your Holy Spirit. Put a guard in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do pray Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And so help us to love right, live right, think right, and do right in your sight. Not only in front of other people, but Lord, behind the scenes. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I uh, do pray that, Lord, you would save the souls of those who are lost in my family and in all of the families of the world, uh, starting with my own wife, who is religious, but I believe that she is lost. I hope that she's saved. I would love to have the assurance that she's saved, but based upon 34 years of marriage, I have not seen it, nor has her children. Uh, down through the years. And so I pray that you will open her eyes and stop her deaf ears. And by your grace, Lord, help her to lay aside her wicked pride, Pharaoh-style pride, Jamaican pride, and to let it go and to truly believe in you, confess her sins, repent, truly get born again, saved, and fill with your Holy Spirit so that she can truly enjoy the Christian life and uh, uh, be able to live it by your power and not in the flesh which falls apart. In fact every weekend for sure but even on other days. And what you have taught me, what you've shown me is that no matter what the situation is the thing about true born-again Christians after a while by and by after you establish them and make them stable by taking them through trials and temptations and tests and chastisement and rebuke uh, uh, they are consistent uh, 
because of you. You're the one who makes Christians consistent. Uh, in their flesh, uh, they may not even want to do certain things, but because of you and their commitment to you, uh, they do them on a consistent basis. They don't try to be Christians, they are Christians. And so I pray this prayer, not only for my wife, but for millions of other people who are religious in the church, uh, but they're lost and on their way to a devil hell, devil's hell. And not only for the millions, but I pray for my wife's family, my family, steeped in religion and you can't tell them anything. Lord, they can't even remember when they met you. Open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls. And Lord, along with that, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife, Marika White, out of all of my family members who have that problem and have that issue, out of all of the people who have that problem in uh, the audience tonight, and out of uh, the lives of people who, and their families, who claim to be Christians across the country and around the globe. <clears throat> the things that are happening, sadly, in the church and in the world, Lord, uh, cannot be explained other than fa the fact that people are demon-possessed and uh, controlled by the devil. And those who are lost, they have no defenses against him. The devil can take them at will, and they have no power. And I believe that's the case with my wife, Marika White, as well. And uh, for you give those who are born again and saved self-control. And so, Lord, I pray that, Lord, I thank you so much for the privilege of raising up my children uh, according to your holy word. But I still pray for them, as Abraham did, as Job did, uh, that they would not yield to temptation. Uh, Lord, that they would not want to be loved and accepted so much they hook up with people in the family, in the church, and in the world uh, to be accepted, not understanding that most Christians are not accepted uh, by their families, even in, with people who are religious in the church and in the world. I raise them to be leaders and not followers. I know that they are hurting because they never had a loving, caring mother who I believe did not love them on purpose. Uh, that she had a demonic spirit of wanting to hurt them. And I saw this with my own eyes. And not choosing not to want to hug them, choosing not to want to say I love you from the time they were toddlers, little children. Intentionally keeping them in stained diapers, not feeding them when I told her to feed them. All of this is demonic to me and proves to me that this woman has never been saved. She doesn't even have natural affection. So I know that they're hurt by all of that. And it is hard to recover from that. 
but they can recover through you and stop being people who uh, like to whine and, uh, and be in a pity party situation and complain like both sides of their family. <coughs> Complainers, whiners, and so forth instead of getting on top of the circumstances and doing what their father did and be, take that pain and take that that bitterness and that anger and say let me try to help other people from what I have suffered and uh, and be a father and a mother to them and take the good that, that I did get <coughs> and <coughs> pass it on uh, with your Holy Word and by the power of your Holy Spirit and let those people go and let them go on their way uh, as your holy word says if they're not going to believe in you and obey you uh, uh, let them alone and be separate uh, saith the Lord I know that is uh, not, not uh, popular Lord in our day and time because of the lies that people have been told and taught that family is everything and we all I mean even the people who say that they know that's not true family cannot be everything if there, there's a man uh, Lord as you know that if you had not touched his heart to help our family <coughs> my nuclear family Humanly speaking, uh, our, our natural family would not have done anything. They, they thought we were going to fail. And you made us to be extraordinarily successful. They wanted us to fail. And, uh, and they, they intentionally, intentionally did not want to help. Uh, when we needed it the most. And uh, so Holy Father God... Now they're trying to help after I have raised the children. And it is, as far as I'm concerned, too late. But anyway, Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, <clears throat> I pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Lord, from uh, my children especially and from our family as a whole and rebuke and bind the devil from all of the people who are participating tonight uh, and uh, rebuke and bind the devil from all of your saints in the world and Holy Father God I do pray for the salvation of the lost the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving in this country and around the globe. Uh, Lord, draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, I thank you so much for the passage that we're in, that my son Daniel Ezekiel is helping with tremendously, uh, because uh, 
being reminded of this passage in the thorns of the flesh and preaching through it is a very powerful thing for those of us who are saved. Uh, because what you said and what Paul said is revolutionary, unheard of in the history of the world outside of your holy scriptures. Lord, you said that in this world we shall have tri tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Then your servant Paul said, I take pleasure in these troubles and tribulations and trials and uh, persecutions. That is mind-boggling. And, uh, but so true. For Lord, sometimes you give us the experience of things that we really have not grasped yet. Because I often wondered, and, and even my wife, I told my wife and children for years, that uh, you have to be the kind of person who you can rejoice and have a, a cheerful spirit while you're going through and while you're serving and while you are uh, uh, having difficult times. And, and I tried to express to them how you worked in my heart and you worked in my life. Uh, and they saw that growing up, and uh, that no matter how bad things got, I had complete faith in you, and I was always joyful and cheerful and fun-loving uh, when I had to, uh, uh, unless uh, I had to force myself to be stern, <coughs> when I had to chastise somebody or rebuke somebody uh, but deep down inside I have never lost that joy and peace that you gave me when I first got born again <clears throat> so I had not fully grasped what Paul has said all of these years but I had the experience of it and so I, I recognized it and it's not us it is you and so, because we cannot manufacture that. We can't pump that up. And people who are not saved don't have a clue what it is. <coughs> Pardon me, Lord. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight that uh, in light of that, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears, false guilt, real guilt, and fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable. Take nothing from us that may be painful, if you have it there for a purpose. And so, Holy Father God, with that said, I pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ from all of our distresses and afflictions, tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations, tests and tensions. Only if you are through with those things in our lives. <clears throat> and we understand, Lord, now that uh, they may never go away until we get to heaven. That's what's going to be a big part of heaven, not having all of that baggage. And Lord God in heaven, I pray 
that you deliver us also from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties that we're facing. Believe all of that in place as well if you're using it to keep us humble, breaking us and making us and molding us to be what you would have us to be. <clears throat> Help us to be like Paul and rejoice in all of these troubles and tribulations and to actually take pleasure in them. And I thank you for giving me the experience before I fully grasped, grasped the idea and the thought and the teaching. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for your mercy and grace and remembering your mercy and grace in the midst of tribulation and uh, chastisement and rebuke and punishment upon such wicked, evil, and ungodly people. Lord, we are worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, you have shown us great grace and mercy uh, but we we are worse than Sodom and Gomorrah, and you put it in my heart a long time ago that if we don't repent, you're still going to come back, but it may be a while later, and you may destroy uh, this generation, this demonic Laodicean church that has shamed your name. Not only, Lord, are we the worst Sodom and Gomorrah in the history of the world, Lord, we are the worst uh, Judases in the history of the world. You have, you have, no country has been more blessed than this country. With freedom and everything else, you've caused almost everything outside of Israel, outside of Israel, let me back up. We have not been more blessed than Israel. We wouldn't even... Uh, we wouldn't even know what to do if it had not been for Israel. But we have forsaken the God of Israel. We have forsaken Jesus Christ. And we are the worst Laodicean church in history, the worst, uh, the worst Sodom and Gomorrah in history, and we are the worst Judases in history. We have done you wrong. That's all there is to it. And only, it's, it's just your grace that you won't, you won't, bring the hammer down on us uh, like like we deserve <clears throat> it's amazing that we're still here and that the whole country has not been burned down to the ground I believe it's going to happen because Lord uh, from what I gather people still do not want to repent And they're not in a repenting mood. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight. I know people do not like this kind of praying, and but that doesn't matter to me. Nor do they like to hear some of the things I say. But that does not matter to me either. And I know they teach us in seminary and Bible college to preach short and pray short. That's probably one of the problems. Uh, these same professors never learned the fact that the more you serve God, you, and Jesus, you, Lord, the more you want to serve him. They never learned that because they have their cute little 15-minute messages 
and the sermonettes and their cute little three-second prayers. They have not learned that the more we are in your presence, the more that we serve you, the more distant the world becomes to us. And we, we really truly get to the point where we start hating the world in a good sense. Not hating the people, but hating the sin of the world and the foolishness of the world and the vanity of the world. This uh, happened to your servant Solomon. You had given him so much wisdom, knowledge, and understanding uh, from heaven because he knew everything behind everything. Uh, he, he cried out, it's vanity of vanities, all is vanity. And so we, people who spend a whole lot of time in your presence praying and serving you, uh, they're, they're just not interested in all of the shiny things of the world as they used to be. And I thank you for that. And so, Lord, help us to pray more. Help us to preach more. Help all of your truly God-called preachers to step up in times like these and to pray without ceasing and to preach your holy word every day. Lord God in heaven, I do pray that you would bless and protect all of my children, all of the children of the people in this audience, uh, for these are the ones we are mostly concerned about, but we need to pray for ourselves as well. Protect us all, Holy Father God, from ourselves, our flesh and the devil, and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family evil people in the church and evil people in the world. <clears throat> and place upon us tonight the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. Make us to be whiter than snow on the inside and uh, have us to do and say all that we do and say for your glory, praise and honor, not only tonight, but behind the scenes as well and every day of our lives. And help us to always lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. For it is in his name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God the Holy Bible. At Second Chronicles chapter 9 verses 29 through 31. Now the rest of the Acts That's good, that's good. 
of Solomon, first and last. Are they not written in the book of Nathan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahijah the Shilonite, and in the visions of Iddo the seer against Jeroboam the son of Nebat? Or Nebat. And Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. And Solomon slept with his fathers, and he was buried in the city of David, his father, and Rehoboam, his son, reigned in his stead. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I thank you for the power of your holy word. Give us greater understanding of it. Uh, help us to comprehend it. Help us to read it much, to meditate on it, to obey it, to apply it to our lives, to teach it to others, to preach your holy gospel <coughs> to others. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out uh, to read the big family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today, but these are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible. I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. And that leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. 
Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, But I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it, and do it, and be blessed by it, and Jesus will save you today. Romans ten nine and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, Please pray with me this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins. With your help, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. 
I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.